So you've come here for the truth. Well, we've got the truth and nothing but the truth. Here are your hosts, Robert A. Bianchi and David J. Bruno. Welcome to WMTR Radio's Nothing But The Truth with your host Bob Bianchi and Dave Bruner every Saturday at 10.30. Dave, who we got on the plate today? Yeah, Con Erpenor. Um, I know I know Con from way back at the gym that I used to work at in Florham Park, Lifetime Fitness. And I came to know him because he was the fittest guy in the gym, hands down. Per- personal trainer, right? Because and I and I really was never a big fan of the personal trainer, not me at least. But I could see Khan from afar. A lot of people go in there to kind of BS around the gym, but this guy runs a tight ship, and everybody is pumping it out with the sweat coming off. So I noticed him, and and we've become friends. And he has a journey from New Jersey down to Florida, back to New Jersey. And uh, we have something special on the other end, really, that everybody needs to know about cardiac issues. But uh, to start, Khan, thank you so much for coming on our show, Nothing But The Truth. And and please introduce yourself to our audience. Uh, By the way, thank you so much again for having me. My name is Connor Penor. I've been in... I've been working out for about two decades. I've been a trainer for about almost 10 years now. And, uh, you know, just honored to be here and uh, talk about my journey and and raise some awareness on, you know, uh, cardiac issues and how I can help not only uh, your audience, but many other people out there. Yeah, so before we get to, to that, we'll do that in the second segment on the cardiac issues. Let, let's talk a little bit about your your life. How did you get into training? Um, what mindset did you have? What mindset did you instill in other um, of the people that you trained? I'd be interested um, getting trained by somebody for many, many years who I really love. You probably would know him. Um, but who's your great student? Like, what inspires you from your students? Because I always kind of look at it like, I want to show my guy that I'm doing the best that I possibly can. So get, any, anywhere in the, that area, talk to us about that. Well, to be honest with you, uh, I was blessed to have many, you know, great clients and students, you know, that, you know, their work ethic, they train so hard. But honestly, when I first started, um, you know, I was an overweight kid, you know, growing up. And, um, you know, I had hereditary heart issue, like hereditary uh, heart disease in my family. I had high cholesterol. I was an overweight kid. I had no confidence. I actually hated going to the gym. Um, I had friends that would, you know, ask me to go to the gym with them. I would go maybe for a couple times. And if I didn't see results, I would, I was that guy that quit right away and wouldn't, you know, wouldn't be consistent with it. So, Um, I didn't really have discipline there. Um, I didn't have, I had motivation, but the thing about motivation is what I started to learn later on in my journey is that motivation comes and goes, you know, you know, that's the thing. And that's why I wasn't seeing results. And because of that, uh, I wasn't consistent with it and I wasn't disciplined. So, you know, it really came, what really changed, turned it around for me. You know, I didn't enjoy the gym process because one, I was very intimidated when I walked into a gym because, you know, when you first walk in, you saw you see a lot of fit people and, you know, it's intimidating. You feel like people are watching you. You feel like you're being judged. And, um, you know, you all start overthinking in your mind these things and you think like, oh, my God, these people have great genetics. You know, you don't know what their journey is or how hard they work to get there. And when you don't see the results really, really fast, it's really quick to, you know, become discouraged and you know, not be motivated and quit. And 
for me, what really was the turning point was um, I, I was about, I want to say 21 or 22 years old, around that age. And, you know, my cholesterol at that time skyrocketed to about 400 at that time. And um, the doctor told me I was four times the risk of a heart attack than an 80-year-old man. Mm-hmm. And this terrified me. You know, this terrified me to, to death. I was scared. And so... I knew I wasn't motivated in the gym. I actually hired a personal trainer at that time. Uh, it used to be the old Gold's Gym. It's a signature fitness now on Route 10 and Whippany there. I think it's called the Powerhouse Gym now. And uh, my trainer, I never forget when I signed up for like an eight-week personal training sessions. I was, you know, I paid him this much money and I ended up gaining more weight. He didn't really change my life. So, um I still knew that I needed guidance. You know, I needed, you know, someone to help me along the way in that beginning to kind of give me that jump start to get the engine going. Um, I just knew that that particular trainer uh, wasn't it. And so at that time when I was at Powerhouse Gym, um, I met a gentleman, a chiropractor at that time, uh, was like, hey, you know, why don't I told him about my, my story, what's going on and how I'm not really motivated to really work out in the gym um, I'm really discouraged and I don't really know what I'm doing. Uh, he's like, hey, well, why don't you try Brazilian jiu-jitsu? Why don't you come try it with me? We're going to try it at this boxing gym that has mats in the back. And, uh, you know, it's, it's in Montville. It's on Change Bridge Road. And so I was like, all right, well, you know, I never done this Brazilian jiu-jitsu thing before. But if it's, you know, going to help me lose weight and get my heart in good situation, I'm all for it. So the night before, I end up driving to this place so I know where it is. So the next day, I'm not late. I end up going there. I walk into the gym facility and I never forget. I see my boxing mentor. Uh, he's about six, six over 300 pounds. He was an ex pro heavyweight. I see this guy sparring in the ring. And right then and there, when I saw the ring and ropes, I fell in love. Like I was like, all right, this is what I want to do. Um, this is what I knew that was going to change my life. And, you know, he was, uh, Lou Issa was his name and, you know, he changed my life forever. And, uh, when I met him, he asked me what my goals were and uh he's a big guy he's an ex-pro heavyweight so he first thing he tells me he's like all right lift your shirt you know he wanted to see i guess what he was working with so i said uh no i'm not doing that and he said you know i'm not asking you i'm telling you so i got so i was so scared i was like all right so he told me one thing i lifted my shirt he goes uh he grabbed like this pudgy fat you know from my stomach and he squeezed it really hard and he said i'll I'll tell you what he's like uh you come in here you work your tail off you fight for me and he's like i promise you i'll get you into the best shape of your life and then from there that's when my journey started uh boxing was one of the hardest things i ever i ever did um but i never forget you know my first couple months you know when my body was in a lot of pain from and sweat and i was dripping blood from my mouth from being in the ring but each and every night i left i knew i loved it i wanted to go back and then you know from there as my journey started to grow you know, I started losing a lot of weight. I was getting in great shape. Um, it started to get my mind kind of going. I wanted to learn more about, you know, fitness and, you know, uh, how I can, I was, I was very lean, but, you know, I, I lost a lot of weight, but I really didn't have a lot of muscle on me. Um, so I wanted to now, I became more aware of my body. And so from there, it kind of sparked my interest in, you know, learning about, you know, weight training, resistance training, strength and conditioning. And what helped me in boxing was, you know, boxing helped my mindset. 
you know, like having my trainer, my trainer was this guy, he's not politically correct. He was this guy that was in your face, like, you know, uh, very motivating, very in your face, loud. And like, he'll tell you straight up how it is. And believe it or not, that may not work now for a lot of people, but that worked for me. That drove me every day. And that helped my mindset, you know, because it helped me realize that, look, in here, if you can't hack it in here, real life is just as hard, you know, and, you know, uh, it helped me sh shift my mindset to also, you know, help me outside of life because in boxing, look, like I learned that I get, you get knocked down. You're going to get knocked down. You're going to get hit with a lot of hard shots and life is the same way. But what do you do? You get up every day, you dust it off and you live to fight another day. So that mindset just kept growing month, day after day, week after week, month after month, year after year. And showing up for myself in general, like just showing up and being consistent with something um, every day, just put me in a routine and a habit that it made me even more motivated and confident and disciplined. Like, hey, if I could put a certain amount of time and dedicate myself to this, wow, results do happen. Where in the beginning, where when I just went into a gym and I had no plan and I wasn't disciplined and if I didn't see results right away, I wouldn't stick with it. I would just quit. When you have someone like a coach, a trainer, when I knew that someone that was waiting for me on the other end, there's that accountability of, hey, this guy, it's not, he's not just, a, you know, his time I'm reserving, but he's depending on me to be there. He wants me to also change my life. He wants to change my life. So if he wants to change my life, I got to want it just as bad as he does. So I didn't want to disappoint him. I wanted to make him proud that he has a great student that's showing up every day. And ultimately, I just started like, you know, seeing my seeing my uh, my fitness journey just keep growing and growing. And I didn't really know how obsessed I was going to be with it. You know, um, and I if you told me, you know, 10 years ago that, hey, listen, you're going to be a personal trainer. You know, I would have laughed at you because I was really scared to do it because I didn't want to turn something I love so much doing for myself uh, into a career. Cause I didn't know if it, if it was going to mesh well together, if, uh, if I was not going to like it. And so, um, yeah, and ended up being that, like, uh, you know, my boxing coach ended up making, when I stuck with it for about 18 years, um, I ended up getting into learning about fitness, nutrition, resistance training, conditioning. I started like reading up on like fitness magazines. I started doing things on my own and now I was more motivated and started even asking questions for people in the gym that gave me the courage and the confidence now to ask questions in the gym. If I didn't know something, if someone was doing exercise, Hey, why are you doing that? You know, and just learning from people, you know, seeing things that they did and start adding it in. And, um, it was really, really, uh, interesting because a gym culture, I think gets a really bad name. I think that gym culture, people, you know, look at other people that aren't fit and think that they're, conceited or they're jerks but those are the people in the gym that were fit were really people that really helped me along the way when I didn't know what I was doing in weight training and just asking questions and really just giving me tips and just giving me advice and even you know motivation in the gym you know uh to to just keep going and how proud they were when they saw me showing up day in and day out but ultimately Luis on my boxing coach was really what started that uh fire for me and boxing ultimately changed my life. It changed my mindset. And I took that mindset and I applied it into not just my life, but also when I transitioned into, you know, weight training and, uh, and eventually over time down the road, I ended up competing in men's physique.
All right, well, we're going to uh, we're gonna take a break right there. Perfect timing. Talk about it and unpack some of that a little bit on the other end. You're listening to Bob Bianchi, Dave Bruno, WMTR Radio is nothing but the truth. We'll be right back. At the Bianchi Law Group, our team of former prosecutors and certified criminal trial attorneys specialize in criminal defense and domestic violence cases. When you need a law firm with courage, compassion, and the commitment to fight for you, call the Bianchi Law Group today. King Kong Fitness is what I understand is the name of your business. We'll get into your business a little bit, but I want to just unpack one or two things that you said. So motivation is not enough. You had to find the right person. You found the right person. Now, you're you're talking to a guy who may not look like it, but I've been doing martial arts and, and to this since I was seven years old to this day. Um, so I, 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 want to, I want to ask you a question about this because it kind of struck me. Um, Muay Thai was where I ended with uh, tried Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, but I was just too old to get cranked around like that too much. But uh, it's great training. But you know what I also noticed when I when I did martial arts, unlike when I was at the gym lifting or something like that, was that my mind had to be focused on what it was I was doing. Because there's nothing like having someone, you know, shin on shin or getting hit with a right cross mm-hmm. when you're not looking. That You need complete focus and concentration. And I would find I'd be at such peace. And I thought it was because uh, of the physicality of it. But really what it was was that mentally I wasn't thinking about uh, the, the monkey mind and thinking about all sorts of things. I didn't have the luxury of doing that. Can you... Can you talk to that space? Did you find that the same way with you? I mean, absolutely. Uh, you know, one of the things that my mentor, you know, Lou, you know, helped me with so much was, again, I was a kid that I didn't have a lot of confidence walking into a gym, let alone like getting into a boxing gym. I was terrified. But, you know, he really just stuck with me, was patient with me and really gave me that confidence and built that confidence in me over time that, you know, it ended up being where like the ring was when I first stepped in, it ended up being like in the, in the beginning, like the most uncomfortable place for me. And then over time, it ended up being one of the most comfortable places I loved being because, you know, I learned that, Hey, when I'm in here, it just disciplined me to be focused, razor sharp, and just focusing on my fundamentals and doing what I need to do in here. And whatever was going on in the outside world, it, it didn't matter. You know, for that one hour, it was just about this and nothing else, like nothing interfered with that. And you know, I started to become selfish with that more and more over time because this is my time now for me. And I think that's where a lot of people uh, get lost because they just rely on motivation. And then there's no, and when they don't have motivation, there's no consistency because they let a lot of the outside world challenges, whatever they're going through or whatever's going on in their job or their personal relationships affect everything. And when you do that, like, look, I'm not saying don't go through those feelings. Yeah, you're going to go through it. But I was like, listen, I'm going to go to the gym, to the boxing gym for one hour, right? After that, those problems are still going to be there when I walk out and I'll still deal with it. But when I walked out of the gym, uh, I was able to deal with it with a better mindset, a clearer mind and more relaxed mind. So this way, you know, I didn't act on just pure emotion. Right. So mm. it was more of a mental, uh, a mental reliever for me too, like mental stress relieving for me too. So it helped me mentally a lot as well, not just physically. Right. And, and, and it actually translated into your life. Obviously you went to a place where you went from being a student to being a teacher, which is a huge transition. And then going into business and monetizing it. Talk to us a little bit about how, uh, about that and also about the idea, which I also like with the martial arts or, or boxing, is that you learn how to fail and get hit and get knocked down, but stand back up again. 
of course and i think that's i think that's a part as i i'm 39 now and as i keep going through my phases of life you learn that you know look you, things that you try you know uh everything not everything you try is going to be easy and you're going to fail you know you can't be afraid to fail and you know the don't be afraid to fail just keep getting back up and keep trying you know boxing is one of the hardest sports i still say to this day it was not easy for me and i was not athletically gifted but you know what my mentor when i would get knocked down he would yell i would hear his voice and it was like a click for me to get right back up and keep fighting and i was like that in training as well and that's how i got better i just stuck with it you know i wasn't like some people are just very athletically gifted where they can come in, they sponge in really fast and they understand it. They have the boxing IQ and it just takes off where for me, it was the process was a lot slower, but my mentor had a lot of patience with me and he helped me. And it really takes a certain special coach to really understand that and to really help you because he changed my life. And then over time, you know, I realized that as I worked out, you know, started learning more and more fundamentals of training and modalities and, you know, started getting certified. I realized that, um, you know, I wanted to use it as a tool now to help people like myself, because I realized that the way I started is how a lot of people feel. Uh, I felt like when I first started in the gym, I, I would start, I was motivated for that first couple of weeks, January 1st, I was that first guy that was in the gym ready to go. I bought my weight protein, my Berenstain amino acids, my glutamine. I was like, I'm ready to go. I'm going to get shredded. I'm going to get jacked. And then after the first two weeks, if I didn't see any results, I was that guy that like, man, this is not destined for me. And I will leave the gym. And I was intimidated. I was scared. Um, I just didn't have a plan. And look, I hired a trainer. My first one, it didn't work out for me, but I didn't lose faith. Like there's always a coach out there, I believe in someone that will change their life and will help them. Mm. And my mentor's personality rubbed off on me where I was like, I just wanted to be this guy that I took into my business was going to be about, look, there's many, many trainers out there with different personalities, right? It's not important just to know, you know, your craft. But also when I wanted to bring special is like, I wanted my clients to know that they're not only going to have fun, but they're going to get 100% pure energy from me, pure motivation. And I'm going to help them stay disciplined and grab them by the hand and walk them through the toughest times in the gym. So it's going to help them be better outside the gym and change their life. Boom, boom. Coach Khan, bring in the heat <laughs> from student. I mean, I love the story. I love the story from student to teacher too. I mean, you learned from doing and I think that's what makes the best coaches and teachers. So let me just shift real quick. And, and look, I've been following you for a long time, and I saw the tragedy in your, in your family, your brother, who you lost from, a, from heart disease. So can you, in the five minutes we have left on, on the show, can you talk a little bit about that issue and what you learned from the tragedy in your own family? So... You know, heart disease runs in my family, and it's so funny, uh, right before I started working out, what drove me into working out was my biggest fear of heart disease and heart surgery, right? I saw my grandmother went through it, and I said, this is not going to be me. And um, my brother, you know, my brother, you know, was very private about his health. I mean, he would work out, not as rigorous as me. Um, you know, my brother and I, when I lived in Miami, our, when I left the family business, uh, my brother and I actually didn't speak for five years. Um, we still love each other. We just, you know, you know, brothers, siblings, sometimes we had disagreements, you say hurtful things and, you know, we didn't talk, but we still text. I just haven't spoken to him in person for a while. So 
I didn't know what was really going on. He kept his health pretty private. And then when I came back to Jersey, you know, we start little by little, just, you know, when you see each other in the house, Hey, how you doing? And I decided to finally, you know, tell my parents, I'm ready to bury the hatchet. You know, he was going on vacation to Florida. Um, I said, you know, what? I'm going to invite him to my wedding and I want to start this relationship. He's my brother. I love him. And I know he loved me. Um, he went to vacation. He hopped on a treadmill. He hopped off and he had a massive heart attack. Now, what we found out from the girlfriend is that two years prior, he found he had two blocked arteries and he wasn't on medication. Um, he, I don't know what they recommended or, or what happened, but he was 48 years old. And so that really put a big fear in me and my family too, my mom and dad, my fiance, we all got scared because in reality, I took a step back and I was like, you know what? And I was on medication the last couple of years. I started doing a statin a couple of years back, but it was very low doses since I worked out a lot. And, you know, I took a step back and I felt great. I would run six to seven miles every day. I would box. I would, you know, um, you know, I was doing, you know, my weight, weight training. I was training twice a day, every day. I would even do orange theory a couple of times a week. And, you know, I was single digit body fat. I felt phenomenal. My body felt like a machine. Like I, I mean, David, I mean, you know me pretty well. Um, my, I was always pretty much fit for a very long time. And I said, do I actually know what's going on in my heart? Aside from my blood work, my blood work would always come back perfect, except cholesterol, which we knew was slightly elevated. Doctor would just tell me, Hey, just stay on the medication. You're good to go. But I was like, I need to get more answers. I need to dive deeper. And I think this is where people make the mistake. They just rely on blood panels um, and not getting more deeper into the information because I honestly, swear, I swear to God, I didn't think there was anything wrong with me. Um, I did a calcium score. Um, it came back very, very high. So then my cardiologist was like, listen, with your family history and what happened to your brother, um, I think we need to dive deeper and do a cardiac catheter. They went in with the cardiac catheter. They, they literally told me best case scenario, you're, you're clean. We're in and out. Worst case scenario, we do one stent, you're done. Within the first five minutes of my cardiac catheter, no one said a thing because they would know if anything was clean, they would just tell me right then and there. When they pulled out early and uh, they brought me out, I knew something was wrong. Doctor came out and said, hey, you have one full blockage at 100% and the other artery is 90% blocked. Huh. And... I said, is Ashton Kutcher behind you? Am I getting punked right now? I was like, you know, like, how is this possible? He said, your genetics. He's like, doesn't matter how much you work out, how much, how healthy you eat. He's like, your body just creates blockages. So that's why, you know, I needed a triple bypass. Mm -hmm. um, being healthy and fit obviously helped my, helped my, you know, my recovery. I was out of the hospital in four days. And, um, you know, that was about six weeks ago. Now I'm back to driving and starting physical therapy in a couple of weeks, but I just wanted to raise more awareness because we always think that, you know, just because we think we're younger, you know, nothing's wrong because we don't feel anything. I felt great. I mean, I was running every day and the doctor told me, he's like, if you didn't do the surgery, it could have been a month, three months, six months, a year could have been while you're working out, while you're running, you would have had a heart attack and not even know it. He's like, your heart is actually so strong and healthy that you have, that's why you didn't experience any symptoms. Wow, uh, that that really is uh, <clears throat> an amazing public service uh, 
that we should all talk about. And I agree with you. I, I actually did the Boston cardiac uh, blood work or whatever with the calcium score. Where I was very exhaustive and I was wondering like, why don't they just order this? And they're like, well, insurance doesn't pay for it. I'm like, I'd pay for it, but it's really a shame that they didn't. And so I'm so glad that uh, you did that. And that's a great message. Unfortunately though, that's the end of the show, Dave. Uh, uh, yeah, no, I also want to point out that 39 years old, and this was recent con, right? When when did you have this bypass? I had my bypass July 6th. Yeah. So this is a recent thing on a fit guy with 1% body fat who's been in the game for a long time. And for everyone out there that has any issues in your family, it's something to think about and get checked out. Yeah, yeah, and of course, um, you made a very good point. The fact that you were so fit is probably why you recovered so quickly. All right, that man, thanks a lot. I really appreciate it. Uh, very inspiring story. Uh, that's it for us right now. Unfortunately, we don't have any more time. This is WMTR Radio. It's Nothing But The Truth every Saturday at 1030 with Bob Bianchi and Dave Bruno. Dave, the podcast? Nothingbutthetruthpodcast.com is the place where we are going to launch uh, the podcast as well as the video series. So we're taking video today with uh, Khan. You could see that there on that landing page. You could also get the podcast in iTunes, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. One quick thing, King Kong Jim, where is this? Uh, actually, it's King Kong Fitness. Uh, King Kong Fitness. I'm, I'm actually an online trainer now, so uh, you can find me on my Instagram handle at, at Connorpreneur or find me on Facebook. I have links to ways that people, if they want to work with me, uh, I have you know direct links that where people can get in touch with me. Connorpreneur, I love it. Yeah. Okay. That does fit actually. <laughs> entrepreneur, entrepreneur as well. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, you well, guys. I really appreciate you having me on here. Thanks. Our pleasure. Thank you. That's a wrap. certified criminal trial attorneys but here's the thing he put himself in a box when he said my relied on by cnn fox news msnbc law and crime and news leaders across the country for our criminal defense expertise you, get a search warrant. you have to have probable cause that a crime's been committed and there's evidence in a particular place when you need a law firm with courage compassion and the commitment to fight for you call the bianchi law group today 1-800-273-5050